Okay, we're recording. No pressure. Okay. All right, Janice, welcome to Dream Talking. You were just talking to me about living in Florida. What part of Florida? Yes, I was living in Gainesville, Florida. Uh, I I was partners with some friends of mine. Uh, we had a bakery that we started. It was a hole on the wall that just kept growing. Nice. And it is. And, and so it was great fun. It was wonderful to live in a university town. Um, I never thought about, I live in Hawaii now, on the big island of Hawaii. And I never thought about coming to Hawaii, but I wanted to do this healing fast. I wanted to do 40, 40 days of fast and prayer on water. And so I was checking out different uh, fasting, not clinics, but uh, places where you could go fast. And everybody wanted $5,000 to $15,000 to come and not eat. And so in... And so a friend of mine said, well, why don't you get a hold of, of our friend, uh, Larry? He's done close to five or six fasts. So he's doing a fruit, a fruit juice fast right now that is lasted for three months. And so I contacted him and he said, well, I would love to help you, but I'm going to Hawaii. And we just bought a piece of land. Three, two of his friends, who are friends of mine, and him bought a piece on the Hamakua coast with a beautiful gold. Well, actually, two gorges. His property was in between two waterfalls. Jeez. Yeah, I know. It is quite beautiful, the water coming from the mountain. And so... Um, and he says, so we're moving there. I'm getting a container loaded up with material uh, to make the trip there. So if you want me to help you with it, you'll have to come to Hawaii. And I don't Hawaii. And I was thinking it was going to be really city-like, like the Coral Gables in, in Florida. And and so it, uh, it wasn't. And... Actually, the five acres was not, it was just jungle. Mm. And so he had a place cleared up in which, where a greenhouse was left in. And so I came, met him, and I started my, my fast that started on August 17. I was going to do it, I mean, July 9th, and I was going to take it to August 17th. And that's how I came to Hawaii, to do a fast and prayer. I did a lot of praying. I did a lot of uh, fasting on water. That was fairly easy, actually. It just felt like a natural, so, so natural so that I carried it to 60 days because wow. I wanted to see what if, yeah, it felt like to go through real hunger because I've always been in the kitchen. I've worked as a cook, as a, a pastry chef um, since I was 22. Mm. And so, so I wanted to, 
I wanted to see what it was like to go without food and be really hungry. And so I did. And it was a very interesting experience. It's, it's completely different than from being, you know, just, oh, I'm hungry. I better get something to eat or I'm running out of energy because you get so much energy from not eating. Yeah. It's, you get high off of it, yeah? Oh, so high. I had to run five miles. I had to run five miles every day just to be able to go to sleep at night. And and on top of it, I I took this pitchfork and I uprooted all these guava trees and I created this huge garden so that when I came up for fasting, after 60 days, I had watermelons, I had vegetables, so I was juicing all these vegetables to get off the fast. It was really pretty good because once you get off a fast, you can't just cram in the food because yeah. that would be a shock to your system. So you have to slowly reintroduce. But it was a downer. Eating was a complete downer. It was just like I had swallowed rocks. But emotional, mental, physical rock. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting. I, w I was not prepared for that. Well, I I'm no doctor, and I have never fasted that long. I think my mm -hmm. record is five days, um, mm -hmm. but I know that high feeling that you get. And it's funny. I was talking to my buddy earlier today. I fast on Wednesdays normally um, uh -huh. because I'm so excited about coming over to see Mike mm -hmm. and, and the Paul talk that I just I run on that instead of food. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure. I'll eat, you know, at the end of the day or whatever. Um, but uh, getting back to the fasting, so, uh, you know, we spend our entire lives, again, I'm not a doctor, but this is just yeah. an idea, and I've, I've listened to a good amount of stuff on it. We spend our whole lives digesting and always digesting and digesting mm -hmm. and digesting. And when we, we take that work away from your body, it goes, well, we used to use all this energy to digest and I'm sure there's a lot of other things besides digestion, but you know, mm -hmm. all that work can now be rerouted to what? Running five miles a day, mm -hmm. building a garden, doing all this stuff, mm -hmm. you know? And, and then eating again, your body's like, oh God, we haven't had to do this in a long time. You're making us have to digest and, and, and process all this food again. So I could totally see that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when... Why are you go back to eating? <laughs> oh. Well, if you can go 60 <laughs> yeah. days like that, why would you change? Right. Well, oh, because because this is, you know, going going through real hunger. Okay. Supposedly, according to breatharians, if you can go through what I was experiencing. Yeah. And I stopped it then because for some reason my this part my throat started to open. And it felt like, I was like, oh, there was opening and it was dry throat. And it was like, I was doing this constant oh, exhaling through my mouth. It, it was an interesting feeling. And so, um, so that's when I started to do light juices with very watery juices for a couple of days and then put spirulina in the food but they said that if you go through that 
if you let yourself go through that, then, then you would just, and I mean, I was, I was 103 pounds, I think, and I went down to 80, 89 pounds. So when you started the fast, you were only 108 pounds? Yeah, uh, no, 103. 103, 103, 104. I never have weighed more than 105. And you're five foot five? Yeah, I'm five foot four and I'm 100 pounds. Tiny. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, going to stay... thought maybe you were like 300 pounds and now you're... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I'm the 300 <laughs> pound yeah. bouncer. Well, you didn't have much to... to live off of because i from again my limited understanding is when you fast yeah. the first thing you live off of is the fat that's the extra storage that's the fuel right you know um but you didn't seems like you didn't have much there to well burn. well you know what this is really interesting because this gets back to quote unquote the dreaming or spirituality quote unquote because when you think about it and it's a dream the carrot is in the air the carrot the 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 cucumber the beef the the rice yes it, you just have to go there to access it there are breatharians that they of course um there was once, and I'm sure that there's a YouTube about this, there's this guy who's a yogi that stopped eating, and he was in his 50s or so. He is stopped the, eating. Is this the guy who he looks at the sun? He lives off the sun? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so, and he stopped eating at the age of 16 or so. So, anyway, is this scientists were interested in it. I saw the video. Of course, he didn't look like the picture of a buff dude, which we think is health, healthy. This guy that is strong, muscular, beefy, but you know, whatever. And so he didn't look that way. He was sure, skin and bones, but, but, um, that's what he did, not eat at all. Maybe he drank just a little bit. So they figured, okay, well, we want to see if you're for real. And so they put a probe up, you know, up his colon. And there was no trace of food. Like this guy had never eaten before. Clean. The intestinal yeah. tracts were clean as clean. Yeah. It was just like, you know, and so, so yeah, and there are some breatharians that say that, yeah, you know, you can go through this. Oh, you can get everything that you need from, from the ether, from the air, the universe will, not universe, whatever. Oh, we'll provide for you. Mm. And so we'll make the adjustments because this is actually quite an adjustment already. We went through a fantastic adjustment as embryos. We were mermaids, mermen, mermaids. We, we lived in water. And, and then coming out, we became air people. So there, there, there's stuff happening. 
Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm actually down with that. So I tend to always lean towards, um, I, I try to lean away from woo-woo stuff. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know how, how much, I don't think you really know my history at all. We actually barely haven't really talked. No, we've never. Yeah, okay. So I'll, I'll let, so as I was talking, I live in Berkeley, the other side of the water from San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And I grew up in a community that uh, claimed to be psychic, be able to give psychic readings and mm -hmm. do energy healing and all this kind of stuff. So from as young as I can remember, that's what I was told reality is, is if you mm -hmm. are sick, we can go and remove the negative energy and then you're healed. Uh, we can psychic, we can tell when there's other people's influence or in your energy field and we can remove it. And so that was what I was raised with. And then as I was getting older, I was starting to go like, shit's not lining up here because you know, this person was sick and they actually died, even though they got all the energy, the healing work or whatever, or, you know, this person was, and they didn't get better until they got on the antibiotics or whatever. So mm -hmm. I, I, I swung the other way. And this is the story I've told on the podcast before. Of, yeah, I came, I grew up with God and a very new age metaphysical God, not mm -hmm. and somewhat Christian too, but, and then I swung the other way of atheist, scientific. It's all, it's all bullshit. All that, mm -hmm. anything that can't be scientifically, empirically proven is bullshit. And I'm slowly swinging back to, I love what you, the, the phrase you used of dreaming. Um, I see more and more as there's a very interesting thing with first person and third person. Mm -hmm. When we talk about science in the West, we're talking about third person science. This is all Richard Lang, uh, Headless Way stuff. Uh, third person is what can be observed, objects mm -hmm. out there that can be observed, right? Uh -huh. We're going to get rid of the whole non-dual and we'll assume there are actually objects out there that can mm -hmm. be observed and measured and weighed and this, this, and that. Sure. So that play, seems to play by a pretty good uh, rule book with most things. Now, with gravity, no, not so much. With electricity, it breaks on the, everything kind of breaks on the edges. Quantum physics, things sort of break on the edges. Of the space itself. Space itself, <laughs> time itself, all of that, right? Space time itself, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, well, you know, to, within whatever that span is, we're able to measure things, right? So, right. if you go to most doctors, most nutritionalists, most scientists, they're going to say, well, you have to eat because of this, 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 and that. We have these rules set up. Mm -hmm. Now, I can totally kind of lean the other way of the first person science of if like you said the body could adapt right mm -hmm. maybe yeah but i don't know for myself yeah no of course and i don't know yeah. for myself, and you wouldn't know unless you did it right right but I, there was a, t a huge part of my life that i would just say nope it's bullshit i know that you have to eat food what the hell do i know mm -hmm. you know what i mean like maybe right you don't run the experiment you don't know yeah you know? right I own my own uh, health thing where, like so many people have with my generation, that, you know, you grew up saying, being told not to eat fats, not to eat cholesterol, it's bad for your heart, mm -hmm. this, this, and that. And then I've, about a, about a year ago almost, started doing keto, uh, if you've heard of the keto, ketogenic mm -hmm. diet, yes, yes. where you eat a lot of fat and you eat very mm -hmm. low sugar and carbs. I love eating fat. Yeah. <laughs> I love eating fat. Avocados and yeah. Uh -huh. uh, and so I did that and I lost like 30 pounds and I've hella energy and I'm able to if I go oh I don't want to eat today or today would be a good day to just not eat I can because my body's mm -hmm. sort of already like okay now we're gonna burn the fat it's ready to go mm -hmm. you know and so I could see an extension of that eventually mm -hmm. just don't eat anything <laughs> you right. know, I'm not recommending it to anybody please don't 
again, not a doctor, but that's that's right, right, right. The um, you have to be called to do something like I don't know who calls it. You know, I don't know who calls it. I'm not saying, and I'm not putting out God or anything. But when when I was talking to my friend who helped who who just kind of looked over me while I was doing it because I needed to have this little person that was checking on me, this person who checked on me and that has done it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like if you check on me, I'll be wondering what the hell I was doing or you were doing, but I had confidence because this person did it and said, Hey, have faith in yourself because you were called to do it. Yeah. And so just go with that. And, and I did, and, and it was easy and it was great. It was fantastic. And, and I did it five times after that because it just, the, I could get into the ritual and a chair became, the food became like a chair. <laughs> I wouldn't dare try to gnaw on a chair yeah. or a table. We just yeah. became this other non-existent thing. It was part of the woodwork, but it wasn't what I was doing then. Yeah. But also because I was always around food, and it, food has never been an issue for me. Uh-huh. My my dad was very health conscious, and and I grew up in a home that we ate well. We were very poor. We lived in a two-room house, and one was the bedroom. Where, where did you grow up? I I grew up in Paraguay, South oh, America. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. Paraguay. And so I was, um, so anyway, uh, in the same bedroom, my parents, my parents had their bed and we slept with my grandmother, my sister and I slept with our grandmother. And so, um, yeah, so, and my father always said, we're not getting a new couch because the food comes first. Here in America, the couch comes first. Yep. You eat hot dogs. Yep. I know. I've always said that. When I see someone driving like a really nice car, Mercedes through a McDonald's mm-hmm. drive-through, I go, oh, "What are you doing? Why are you doing? <laughs> exactly. You better <laughs> take take care of your first house. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, well, first house. <laughs> well, first house is actually the world. Yeah, yeah. Take yeah. care of that, and then and then take care of the second home. And yeah, yeah, and then, then you know whatever. And so anyway, um, like hold on, that was kind of cool. I just want to uh, recognize that the first house is the world. I like that. yes. That take care of this house, and that's yeah. That's, don't that's crack, it. You know that's all that, and then yes, that's cool. Yeah, if you, if you gotta divide it. it up. I like that better to call yeah. this first house. First house. Yeah. <laughs> first house. Very and then <laughs> and then your body, and then your real house. Then your real house. Then yes. whatever. Then house. your moving house, which is the car. Yeah, there you live in. The yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then the car, the car can come yes. down the road. I agree. I, I always, always thought, first, you own a jalopy and a piece of land. Second, you own a nicer house and maybe a better jalopy to ride around it. Then a really nice home, and then you might get a new car. 
Beautiful advice. And so, that. yeah, and that's, that's kind of what I did, exactly what I did. Then I got myself a new car, got myself and my daughter a new car when we had the house that we wanted. And so, and our house was completely paid for, and you know, and the car was completely paid for, so we don't owe anybody anything. Yeah, I'm not rich, money rich, I'm retired, and I really don't want to work for anyone except doing odd jobs here and there, yeah. you know, with carpentry or plumbing. That's so cool. Or, or you know, little stuff. So like do that. you really enjoy, I mean, we're jumping all over the place. Sure, so sure. we're going to eventually get through your right. life. Okay. If you can. But um, do you enjoy doing the plumbing and the carpentry? Is it fun for you to work? Oh yeah. It's fun for me. In? Yeah. Right it, it's, yeah. It's completely fun for me. I love, um, I'm, I'm pretty diverse because I cook, I sew, yeah. I do plumbing, I do gardening. Um, I used to call myself, I'm the jerk of all trades. <laughs> and, and, then, and, then I, and then I taught oh, ceramics at the senior center, pottery and, and oh, Tai Chi. Oh, really? Do you do try Tai Chi? Not, not after Paul. <laughs> Not okay. sure Paul. I want to recognize this. I don't know how far in we are, but we made it 30 minutes without bringing up Paul. Which okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah. So anyway, I purposefully right. wanted to see how long we could go before Paul right. came. Right. 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 And so anyway, right. Right. So anyway, I I I did Tai Chi for a while, and I really got in touch with the Chi. I really like. I can generate love or the feeling of love on the man. Oh yeah. I can love on the man. Just <laughs> become really filled with love. Yeah. And so in, in ease, in ease, because my life is about ease. Yeah. And uh, um, so that's so, so, anyway. cool. so I want to, again, I want to recognize when I was talking about uh, saying that healing and being able to heal people. Oh, yes. yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, Actually, what you just said, I connect with so much. So I've, I've, again, I've come back around to seeing the value in that. Just today, I was, mm -hmm. I was driving and I had like four different things that I have to do between mm -hmm. work, family, that I can feel the pull of time and the mm -hmm. anxiety of these things need to be done. The, the joke of once, once they're done, then my anxiety will be gone. Of course, right. you'll just find the next right. thing yeah. <laughs> to latch itself on right. And I, and I had this thought as, as dumb, as simple as it sounds that I go, what if, what if I was just good now? Yes. Yes. And, uh, or, uh, or, you know what, another thing that you can tell yourself, which is what I, I didn't tell myself because when I bought this particular house, I had three months to remodel my daughter's house before I built my house. Hmm. And so, and we had to do so much to it because we touched everything in that house. So I was working seven days a week and I was working from six o'clock in the evening until seven or eight in the evening to get the house done. And, and it was a lot. I was just like, oh, I gotta do this. I have to do that. 
finally I told myself, look how much you've done. And that was just like, oh, all of a sudden. And then you can always tell yourself, oh, look how much you've done. Look how much got yeah. done today. Yeah, 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 yeah. At anything in life. I like right. that. Right, anything. Yeah. Look how much you've done. And so, and then the weight drops off. Yeah. Because you acknowledge how yeah. much you've done. And, and then whatever I had to do, then just became clearer. Or it didn't have the weight that, that oh, yeah, so, I, so that look how much you've done. That's funny because that's been coming up for me the mm -hmm. last couple of weeks. This is very strange. So if it doesn't land with people, whatever. But I, I like going out there a little bit. Right. Talking about what's <laughs> going on in the mental state. So I, I share on this podcast again and again that if, if I could have taken a snapshot of myself about three mm -hmm. and a half, four years ago, and said, hey, this is, this is what your life's going to be in a few years. You're mm -hmm. going to have friends. You're going to really enjoy your job. You're going to feel right. belonging, right? I, right? I always joke that I yeah. used to say, if I could have one friend that I could connect with, I'd be happy. Mm -hmm. And life, universe, whatever, what is, has hit me with more than I can handle right. in the last couple of years, right? Mm -hmm. And so the, the thing now, it's funny, it's not like, what's been swimming in my brain is not, is, is it ever going to go back to the way it was? I don't really even see that as an option, but I go, is it going to stop getting better? Because it, it's, it, in a way it's like, Oh I've yes, yes, yes. That one. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> that one. right. Right. No, no, I know. I know that's, that's, oh sure. That is, that, that is a question, uh -huh. but it doesn't. Yeah. I'm 67 this this year, 67. And Fasting so, has done some work because you look very young. Uh, right, yeah. And I feel really strong. And you know what? Inside, in my body, I don't feel any different than 19 or 20. Wow. And, and in my mind, in my mind, I... I don't see myself forgetting anything that is really important. And, yeah. but the stuff that I forget is like, because I'm somewhere else yeah. within myself. Mm -hmm. I'm totally somewhere else. I'm In not. Place to rest. Right. Yes. It's, it's, it's a whole different space here now. And, and that place to rest doesn't depend on the no. circumstance is getting better and better. The circumstance is getting worse. It all falling apart. It all, it doesn't matter. That's or It doesn't That's matter. And, or remembering. Yeah. Or remembering. It's really beautiful because I was talking to a lady friend of mine and I told her, oh, I forgot this. And she said, you know, there's this smoothie, there's this, uh, that helps your memory. And I go, I don't want it. Because <laughs> it's, it's not about that. But that's what she could, she relates to that. Yeah. Yeah. But I wasn't there. It wasn't about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, what it reminds me of again and again, this is one of my favorite things that Paul points to, is when he, he's, he'll say, there's happening. There's always happening. Yes. Happening, happening, happening. Right. But nothing ever happened. Mm -hmm. That's the piece. And right. I was talking with Keith this week over the phone. And I told him a little mantra or like a question that I've been asking, which he really likes. He's been doing it too. 
is every now and then when I hit that point of like uh, regret or anxiety about the future, past and future, I ask myself, has anything happened? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, at first I was saying, has anything happened yet? And then I just dropped the yet. Because when you, if you really check in, it's like, who am I? It's like, yeah. who am I? Oh, there's nobody there. It's the same thing. Has right. anything happened? We're always here. We're always home. Always. Um, really yeah. Right. Right. And, and every story is, can only be told from home. And then our belief in, in any separation is what gives it all the juice. Our belief uh -huh. in the past resentments, our belief in the future anxieties. But from home, you can see the... the oh, yeah. The lights are on. Yeah, the lights are on. The lights are on. Yes, the, yes. And going going back to healing, to healing and the idea of healing and spiritual healing, um, I was, I, I I was, I attended a church for three months, who were really really into praying, and and they used um, they used a recipe pretty much a five step to to prayer and if you wanted to be a prayer practitioner you had to study and and pass this test and you actually had to you you have to if someone asked you for a prayer three people had to ask you for a prayer and those three prayers had to come through completely okay. to be a practitioner and i really like the 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 method of the prayer and because the last part of the prayer prior was release you release it you let it go uh, you let it go and and so that was fantastic but the thing about it is like the mind doesn't really let it go <laughs> I, I hear I hear what Paul tells me. I listen to that, even though it is not me, which is you, which is you, which is Paul, that needs hearing. We the, who, who, this thing and us doesn't need any of this teaching or or the prayers or or for example, yeah, like that person. And I was talking to um, a friend of mine who said, oh, my, this woman died. And we prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for her, for the cancer to go away, prayed and prayed. And she really wanted to live. And so I said, well, you know, she, being, a, being a Christian, I said she got her healing. Yeah. Because death for Christianity, they should run to it. Because you get all these kudos. You get to see your maker. You get to see your savior. What do we do here? You get to be completely healed. What the hell? What a, why, why would you want to get quote unquote healed? But anyway, but she wanted to be healed. But that's another way of healing that we don't see and we don't want to recognize because we're attached to our form of healing. Yeah. But then again, 
But the way I see death or sickness or leaving the earth, uh, sickness could be a vehicle for because we came here through a vehicle or, or the body came here through a vehicle, the dreaming. There was a vehicle for me to to raise my garden. I have to first have the seed and then the soil and water and all this stuff. And then comes the plant that Judith can eat. And so, but those things have to happen. It, and it could be just this, it could be that there was not a past, maybe it's just there because my memory says, well, well, yes, you had to go get the horse shed. You had to get all this stuff to make your plant happen. Yeah. And so, so anyway, but there's the vehicle for the plant. Yeah. And then there's the vehicle right here for the plant to go yes. elsewhere. Yes. And, and so there's a vehicle for us it, or for this dream because it's a dream is this it is a sequential sequence yep yep yeah and it has it has it follows certain rules based on you know like, right uh, paul talks about like the source code this has a source code you're not okay. this isn't a chariot to the gods you can't take this body and find what you are what right you are. what, what and, you are like pressing through this exactly but like Paul also said, oh, here comes Paul again. It's like, oh, the, the room was set, the room. So here's the room. Everything is happening within the room. Yeah. And we give life to the whole thing, including this or the dreaming. Whether it's a dream or it's reality is infused with the life eternal infinite life that we are yeah so okay so since we're on the topic of paul since yeah. we, we, we did right. pretty well but <laughs> yeah i would like to i've heard it before but if you could share again because this podcast more and more has become the the paul oh uh, sorry yeah no no, it. no no it's no don't be sorry that, that's why i want to explore because you i remember i remember more the spirit of it and the energy you sharing um, how you came across Paul, and if, I, I felt very um, simpatico with it because when I first discovered the weird guy from New Jersey on a badly recorded audio, I listened to it nonstop, like for hours right. and hours before I had even met him in person or anything. And it sounds like you had a similar introduction to him. So, do you mind sharing oh. how you very first stumbled across him and then where it went from there? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, I went through this really horrible time in, in just in 2018. And so that I've been, that I got recovered. And so, and I've been working on myself. And, and so, and then on top of it, my, dog that I love so much died and and so in the worst way because she got run over by a car right in front of my yard and first she was there by me and then she, 
before I closed the gate, she was out and I know exactly what happened. And so then I got this other dog that was so dysfunctional that I had to hold for a very long time because he had so many problems, so, so many problems. And so he wanted to eat everybody except me. Yeah, he was just like horrible, vicious. And so so I held him for a long time and I was, but I was looking for things to listen to on my computer while I was holding this monster and meditating with him. And yeah, and so. You never know what, what their gifts are gonna be from uh, right. I'm and, dreaming. <laughs> right, the dreaming. And so I clicked on the, this YouTube I was looking for some YouTube and I, and I clicked on to accidentally to Paul. And I couldn't stop listening to him, even though I couldn't understand a thing that he said. And he didn't even say in that particular YouTube, he didn't even say, well, you might not, under not understand this. That would have been fantastic if I could have heard that. That would have been helpful. Because then I would go, okay, great. I can't understand it. But I kept reaching for the button to switch to something else, and I couldn't do it. I remember that, yes. I could not do it. I just, okay, so I was away, stayed with him, and then something happened that I, that it was just like this, my consciousness opened, and I, totally understand now what had happened because just like he says i'm talking through you yeah. because the thing about it is like because this is dead matter this is a corpse the this body. is the the body yeah. this is corpse this is the action figure the only thing that makes it alive is that life life force that yeah. is operating it yes. and in the mind is so limited is is so bless the mind bless the body because it is so limited yeah. that it cannot understand and so in and, and so it but something in me understood and kept me there. Kept me there because it was for me. And I um and and I started to I started to understand and then I listened to him nonstop while I was hugging this beast. <laughs> and 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 spending time with the beast. And uh, you know, my whole mind was just just because the beast looked like my dead dog. Yeah, wow. Uh-huh. And yeah, so so for hours I listened to Paul. I I had turned off the internet and to in my everything in my house just to focus on reading Nisargadad Maharaj and trying to see that. Okay, this is so incredibly interesting. I hate to cut you off, but I just got to get a little more context here. Did yeah. you know what non-duality was? Did you know what Buddhism was? Were you no? That's so cool. Wow. So no. you, you 
you had some background, obviously, in prayer and Christianity. Was that mostly your? Yeah, it was pseudo Christianity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pseudo. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, More modern Jesus. metaphysical. Yeah, but and was never attracted to Buddha, okay. because Buddhism has all these demons and devils and everything. Yeah. And sure. Christianity. I don't want to say something over. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. And so, so I, I didn't believe in that God because I, anyone who, who creates a devil, yeah. I am not going to talk to him. I'm not going to believe in him. And so, so anyway, but I know that there is a life. There's life. And this life is so intelligent. And so eternal, and it, it is eternal, and it is in me and everyone. But I never thought that this was, and I will I always felt like oh, I can't be real. It, it cannot, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. surely, the, only the life is real. Surely, yeah. this cannot be real real without the life is no longer real without the life it's just like a piece of cloth just you piece just drop it or getting out of your car yeah but then when paul is made it clear and and of course i was all ever so consumed in stabilizing into controlling God, it was so painful. I was up at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, meditating, trying to control my dog, the beast, the dog, the beast, the beast. doesn't compare to this. This drowned, ran me riot. <laughs> tried, <laughs> tried, and then everything was focused on me. Yeah. And, and this, it was just so much. I couldn't sleep. I I was just like I uh, having a horrible time. And so and it wasn't until Paul opened up the doors that it's always gonna be like this with this. Yes, I had some really amazing, amazing experiences, light, spiritual, humongous fantastic experiences where I drove like 10 miles without remembering who drove the car. And this is all while listening to Paul. Yeah, I will listen after listening to Paul. Yeah, you and, had the Paul and, boot camp, it sounds like. Right. And <laughs> yeah. also in, in, in seeing, feeling reality and me, and then losing it. From feeling all gloomy, like because I was, it started to disown. Yeah. Well, not disown. I never owned it, the body. But, it, but I started to see it for what it was, and and then this, this, um, it's almost like an effervescent, effervescent, light-headed, like this champagne like bubbly light thing and 
in my head and my being, people started to act different towards me. Things start to happen. People give me things. Oh, my needs are taken care of. I, it's just happening. And so, because I'm being real, I'm being real. And when you're real, the universe, well, not universe, because I can't separate myself from it. Because you start to recognize yourself. That in ideas like, because of listening to Paul, my ideas of security or looking for security are out the window. I don't have to try to be secure because who I am doesn't need security in the worldly level. And if, if the, this dreaming needs certain things, he'll provide what he needs. Yeah, and getting right back to taking your own advice, the idea of security can be taken to a, to a sick oh. level of like, it, I, uh, I, need to have, I need to have walls and, and barbed wire fence and guns and, and food for three, for three years, you know, in my basement. And, and so it, it's not the other extreme of like, I'm going to just see what the hell happens. Like, you know, of course, but getting back to taking your own advice, see how far we've come. I've got a home. Everyone's healthy. My, my family's healthy. You know, I got a little bit of, you know, I, I love uh, Fred Davis uh, had a thing about um, he, he kept, kept on telling himself he doesn't have enough money. He doesn't have enough money. And then one day he took his wallet out and he goes, not only do I have enough, I got this to hold the extra money I have, <laughs> which was seven bucks or whatever, right? right. And it's, it's, it's just the shift, and it's the whole idea of the only security is to is true insecurity, is the only right. real security. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I mean, uh, I started to get rid of a bunch of stuff, just getting rid of, just releasing, letting go, letting go, ownership just the idea of ownership or needing things these physical no, things or? i mean what you said you're getting rid of stuff like getting rid of physical things like so, yeah physical things and and emotional things yes, even yes. even the idea that oh i need to be good or i'm loved let it go yeah, yeah. let it go just Not let it life. all go any any sense of yes creating well-being of course i still grow my food organically i only eat organic food i i don't go to mcdonald's i don't do all this stuff you know i don't smoke i don't drink i and i don't know why i'm letting all that go i don't know why i do that but it's okay it's okay. I'm just, it's just kind of undoing it, but there is no value in it anymore. Yeah. There is no reason why I do it. All reason, all rationale behind anything, I let it all go. Yeah, and, and again, I, I'm thinking of Paul in that mm -hmm. it's a redistribution of interest and attention, right? Because when your right. interest and attention is wrapped up in um, things, whether they be right. physical, emotional, mental, whatever, when when it's all spread out, what does that mean? That means it's not here. 
it's not it's in not, this moment. Yeah, exactly. It's not in this miracle, in this gift that is this moment. And, and then the mm -hmm. other Paulism is because when it's here, then you are available. You are right. available to whatever right. comes up to the to the beast, to the ghost. Right. The, but but even and, let go of that. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. let go of that well, because well be there with them and then when right. it's over let go of it yeah exactly. right you know? right right oh, you no, never really exactly. have to hold on you know right don't <laughs> hold on yeah, yeah it's just a response to that the the claim that oh you need to be prepared and you need to worry about it no you're already available but you don't need to say right. that yeah it's, it's not a thing to have to say it just is but yeah. once you say it since it's been said you can let go <laughs> right oh <laughs> right? <Yeah>. Said. <laughs> Paul, Paul is giving us everything. You know, when I was in my country, when I was in Paraguay, when, when I was in Paraguay six or seven years ago, I wanted to get this motorcycle to ride around, to, to drive on. Yeah. And so, but I had to have a license. And they have tricky questions for a driver's license here in the United States. Well, it's the same in Paraguay, except it's in Spanish. So since I haven't read in Spanish in a long time, I really didn't understand it. But it was so great because I was around a bunch of people that didn't really even know how to read or write. And so, and it was a room with us passing the test. So here was the officer saying, Okay, what does number one mean? Everybody stayed quiet. We didn't know. And so he goes, okay, it means blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so what would your answer for that be? And he was like, okay. <laughs> he goes, it's number five. <laughs> right, number five, blah, blah, blah. There's a door, number one and number five connected. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So he took us through 20 answers like that, questions and answers. He gave us the, he told us the questions and the answers. <laughs> Paul, it's like that. He <laughs> gives you the questions and the answers. And, and so, and, and it is wonderful because he doesn't hold back doesn't hold back is what we need and sometimes we ask the dumbest questions sometimes yeah. but he sees through it he sees through it and we get the question and or sometimes in the dumbest i mean is so limited did we not hear what he said he was just talking about wait a minute this is the reality you can take this ball hit it as hard as you can on the ground in the ball, what is the ball? Is that sense feeling. Yeah. That's the ball. Hit it. And we're not hitting it, but that sense feeling is hit ground. Yep. You, for, or for me, it's like, okay, I'm in a real low. No idea of being high, but then the ball goes up high, really high, and you feel really great, and you want the ball to stay up there. <laughs> no, the ball comes down again, and it's on the ground, and you're selfing like crazy while it's in the ground, and then it goes back up, and you go, okay, so I want to stabilize up there. But see, that's denying who you are right off the bat. When... It's on the ground and you're selfing, it denies who you are. When you're high, it denies who you are. 
let go of selfing and let go of trying to stabilize up there, let go of the whole ball game yeah. and just watch the thing happen. And Paul, Paul tells us that all the time, just watch it happen. Don't try to control your mind. It's, it's not gonna be controlled. Yeah, it's not, it's not your mind to control. It's not your mind. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. It's yeah. not your mind. It's not for you to control. I love, and, I love one of his things where he, he hasn't done it in a while where he used to talk about, uh, um, money, girls, whatever, whatever. And then you just write it on a board and it means whatever. And then you put my, my money. Oh yes. <laughs> I love that. I want you to have a lot of money. I, I want to have a lot of money, but I want you to have my money. So the my we put on thoughts and the, right. and the mind, that, that's right. what creates all the weight. And the, exactly. the, my, the my we put on the ball being high or the ball being low creates uh -huh. the weight on either side of it too. It does. It does because we go back to believing, believing that we're a mere body. And he doesn't see us that way. Paul does not see us as a mere body. And when... He talks to us, he's not talking to a mere body. If he was talking to a mere body, then the whole thing is worthless and hopeless and it's just a waste of time. And, the and a waste of his time. But it's not because yeah, I mean I'm sure you feel this traveling lighter. Yeah. And and then again, like what more do you want than that? And it's true. Yeah, one more. I don't want anything else because if if I had, well, I don't, I'm not, I've never been the kind of person that wanted a lot of financial. I didn't want financial riches. I didn't want to be famous. I didn't want all this stuff. I didn't want the limelight. None of that. No. I just wanted to be a mom and take care of my house. And that was great for me. And that's what I did. And I'm a good provider and I'm a nurturer. And so, or the action figure thinks it is. But, yeah, but um, the thing is that it doesn't matter how much fame, if you're ruled by, by the devil, <laughs> you're going to be in hell and all that. And plus, why have it anyway? It's just dream. If we're the dreaming, you're accumulating a bunch of dream and you're stepping all over everybody to keep the dream up and nothing. You got nothing. Yeah. You got nothing. You have nothing. Yeah. We have nothing. And, and that's fine. Yeah, like yeah. you said, and, and the devil, like you said, the, the devils, we create the devil, obviously. We create, oh, yes, yes. Because to me, in my mind, yeah. God and the devil, they're the same. Yeah. And angels and demons, they're all the same. Well, it's I think all that's really cool. I love hearing, like you said, that your greatest goal was to be a mom and, and, and do that well. I, I, I always feel a lot of connection with anyone, especially my generation, because I'm 30 my generation is so hardcore about the me, 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 you know, I don't want to have kids because it's going to take away my chances to have a, the career I want or to travel and yada, yada. And I, 
life, the seat assignment for me was to have kids. I never had plans on being married, having kids, but the seat assignment, life gave it to me. And, and I feel so blessed that I can sit here and just go, oh, this is way more than enough. You know, yeah. like, like I, it, when I get the greatest part of my day, no matter what, I walk in through the door and especially the two little ones, cause they're still young, six to seven and they pop Papa and they run up and give me a hug. I'm like, right. it sounds cliche, whatever. No amount right. of fun, no amount of fame, nothing can freaking, you know, in the dreaming. I'm talking completely. Right. Sure, nothing. sure. It's, yes, it, it, it's a beautiful dream. It's a beautiful dream for those who want to dream that. Yes. Yeah, it's a beautiful dream. And um, that's so beautiful if it's planned, actually. That's what it's yeah, a privilege exactly. to be yeah. <laughs> to be given to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and but you know what? Uh, my my daughter doesn't want to have any children, and that's fine because she just feels like, well, it's not the time. It's not the time. It's like, oh, because the dream. Yeah, yeah. is yeah. It, it, so so take care of what what is already there, and what is already being made, and. Yeah. And so, but it, but it, the comforting thing is that it is a dream. The comforting thing is to look at what it is. It's, it's a dream. Yeah, thank and, God it's, it's not real. And I really am, am mm -hmm. in that boat. You know, Paul says all the time, like, he was like, if this were real, it's funny. I was listening to an older talk. He goes, if I believe this were, were real, then of, the alcoholics have it right. You yeah, should try right, to get out right. of here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if time and all this is real, then, then I got to do something to get the hell out of here. But the fact oh, is... Oh, I know. Yes. You can't get out of an imaginary place. So the fact exactly. that it isn't real, that this is not a long-lasting, independent, separate thing, the fact that it is dreaming allows you to go like, okay, I, I don't need to get out of here. Not only that, I can't get out of here. There's nothing right. to get out of here. Right. right. We're here, and, and that's the gift. You know? Yeah. But one thing that I love also that's happened between, well, let's just say me and him, me and him, is that when I hear Paul make references, let's say to the course, the course or references to something else, he's not talking about that reference. He's going to you. Here is it's not about the reference. The reference, the the Course in Miracles, the Bible, the Vodka Gita, the whatever, they're all the books of the dead. <laughs> Any law is dead. Yeah. We're the only life. We're the only intelligence. When he makes that reference, is I know that it's making that reference to me. I don't go, oh well. Let's go back to what the Course says. The Course says this. No. It's like, cool. Paul is telling you that you. And, and I love that. I, I love that I can as I see that, that that's happening. It's, it's not about anything else. It's uh, it, because there goes again. It's like I'm not talking to you. Because this is never going to evolve to be anything. This is, 
never going to really change, but it can travel, travel lighter. Yep. You can right. just have, and that's all that it's going to get is yep. just traveling lighter. And but it's, but it's not going to get salvation. There's a limited, it, it has a deadline, you know, uh, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, there is. Hey, oh, but you know what? You, you know what is really cool, though, is that I was talking. I was, I was thinking about my cat that takes off, and she she played with the centipede, and the centipede bit her, and then it became this whole her leg became all infected, and so. And so we had, I took her to the vet, the chater likes put tubes in there. I took care of her for, for a week. And then she takes off. After she comes back, she takes off and I don't know where she's at, but it was normal taking off. But then I'm wondering if she's dead. And then I thought, you know, you got this death thing completely turn around. The, the death thing is like liberation. Uh, complete liberation just gone it's like homecoming is like the greatest most wonderful thing that will happen to all of us because we just got rid of the body the the thing that drags yeah, us and thinks all these limited things that we have to go back to I don't know it's just all the dreaming there, there's some Buddhist somebody who said um, there's two great gifts in life that most people never open and I think uh -huh. it's love and death something like that yeah well the present you can't open the present the present to give it but yeah that, that, you can't open it right the the, the, the the idea of death, I, I, I like so much of what we've been dancing around in every freaking podcast is something to, to, sh to, tra to the transcendence, to see you're not going to get it. The gift of seeing you're not going to get it. The gift of yeah. seeing there's no self, there's nobody home, there's no Judith, Judith's imaginary. So yeah. I think death is the one guarantee that yeah. <laughs> at the moment the body dies, right? Yeah. Obviously you couldn't have been the body. That, that life that yeah. you know so well mm -hmm. cannot die yep. that just because it's life mm -hmm. it's life and it's got nothing yeah. to do with the body except for when the body's the in the body is not being real yeah i have no no dog in the race as far as afterlife whether or not there's an afterlife heaven hell any of that but Keith said something on this podcast once in uh -huh. this room that really stuck with me. Is he said, um, I've learned to uh, have faith in being. Right. right? So we're being right now, obviously. Mm -hmm. There's being going on. And if there was a su such thing as a non-being, there would be no being there to experience mm -hmm. the non-being. So. Right. I, I tend to, if I'm in Vegas, put my money on something. I think consciousness, you know, the body blinks out and consciousness just picks right back up with being. 
you know, whether it be in this dimension, another dimension, another life, this well, same all world. that is again within the room, within the dreaming, exactly. Yeah, yeah, or or the room, the room which yeah. which is life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really matter is oh. is within the room, and I mean, I was I thought about this place called hell, and I was thinking <laughs> hell. If you belong to that place, you'd be having a great old time because that's your <laughs> that's 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 your home. It's just like the earthworms; they're in their own environment. They're earthworming, and the Always bugs like, are bugging, and dumb, and people are peopling. Going around poop. <laughs> yeah, and so and then and you know, there's there's a thing there, and so. If if there's there's a devil, then he's right at home. Let them have a party in hell. You know, there's parties in hell and there's meditation in hell. It's the whole thing, but everybody is in that environment. <laughs> so I so, said, "Oh, who cares? <laughs> who cares?" And and so yeah, it just it, it doesn't really matter because the thing is that. It's, it's just, we're just being whatever environment that it, within the room, we're just yeah. being ourselves. Yeah, and I, I love more and more something Paul says at the Zen thing of uh, the highest mind is I don't know. And if you, right. That's, that's the only security is insecurity. It's, we, we, we don't know what's going to come after death. We don't know what's going to come tomorrow. We don't know what's going to come the next second. I don't even know where these words are coming from. Right? Well, that's right. well, that's a, well we, we cannot know because knowledge, knowledge is, belongs to the brain. Yep. Yep. And, and we are prior, life is prior to the brain, the creation of the brain or the, the instrument that will explain to you knowledge. And knowledge is fantastic, like Paul says, you know, hey, if you, in knowledge or seeking, you can use the knowledge or that seeking for certain things. You can go seek for a pair of pants is what he said, or go look for a pair of pants, or you can use the knowledge on how to garden. Knowledge is beautiful, yes. but it's for right here. I, can, I totally see that, that the knowledge is for here, and I was prior to knowledge, prior to love, prior to understanding, prior to, prior to getting hurt, prior to loving, and, and the truth, yeah, I heard it loud and clear when he said, you already are. You already found it. You're living in the truth because that's who you are. And and so, so when that lands and becomes, oh yes, one thing that he told, he's when he was talking to me, in the YouTube, yes, oh, oh, in the meeting, he said. And this is why we keep coming back because the grooves are getting, it's making a groove. The groove yeah. is getting wider, getting more open to us receiving who we are, getting 
getting an inkling. Not that we need it. Not that we need it, but for traveling lighter, yes, the grooves need to be there. Just, yeah, just like um, I have to put holes in my pots. Because if I keep putting the water and then the roots will rot. There's no drainage. That the whole the group has to be there. So not only does it got to come through, but it's got to leave too. Yeah, you can't sure. sit there and hold on to the message and can't carry this for the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah, that's right, right. But in that's in that's the thing. If we held on to it, if the brain held on to it, oh, actually God. held on to it, which it can't because it's yeah. too much for it. But if it tries. But if it did, then it would become another clutch, yeah. another uh, something that you grow up in you hold dearly and maybe you get a shotgun to protect it. Yeah. Because it's so precious. It is what makes you feel really good, you know? Yeah, that's so, so cool. That's an awesome insight, Judith, because I've, I've told people, uh, I, I've brought a few people to talks, uh, mostly that I meet from work. Um, brought them to talks here with Paul or some of them have joined the Zooms and they always go like, do you believe in him and in his message? And I'm like, no, like yeah. believing in him is like so cheap. Like it's, it's not so it's cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, oh. <laughs> I have no belief in the message. I have no belief. Right. Like it's just, it proves itself. It does all right. the work. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Yeah, plus that uh, if you think you're right, there's a you and there's a right, it becomes the evangel evangelizing. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, exactly. They need to be saved exactly. or kill them because they're not being saved. I mean, yeah. Native Americans. Like Native oh. oh, no. Before you know it, we'd, we'd have Paul. Oh, yeah. Before you know it, we'd have Paul on an altar. <laughs> picture in an altar and... And then he just. Yeah, we should do that to him sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine. Yeah. But that's why I love uh, the reason that I love that he curses and cusses. So let you know that there's a real person there. And what? If someone was to write you a check, here's a million dollars but it's going to cuss at you for an hour before you get it. Yeah. You go, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go, go ahead. But that's what kind of evolves. It's like, hey, you get it. It's such a valuable thing. It's because it's pointing to us. It's just, it, it's the real, yeah. the real. Uh, oh, oh. I was in, in town, in Keau, um, the other day, and there was this writing on this car. It says, come to life. I go, oh, <laughs> I go, what is that? <laughs> but it meant something to this person so that this, there's this nicely painted car with come to life. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> this person was not think that they are alive. <laughs> yeah, come gotta... to life. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was, that was really, or here's another one. It's like, all men are created equal. Sure. We're all dream, the dreaming, we're all consciousness. Yes, that's equal. But then when it comes down to the, the parts of the dreaming, 
No, we're, we're, we're not we evil, live in relativity. In the essential we are, we're life, we're consciousness, we're the dreaming. Yeah, even the ones that try to, to, to proselytize that belief, we're all equal as these objects. Oh, become, no, they try um, worse, yeah, yeah. become all kinds of uh, uh, ideas that will still read unhappiness. Yeah, and you have the obvious examples of tall and short. and Yeah, you know, yeah tall and short, exactly. Yeah. Healthy and unhealthy. And yeah, and trying, and, and, and trying to apply that very real uh, aspiration of equality. Not even you know, like, yeah, they know that tall and short are not equal, right? Yeah. But they're trying to apply it to something somehow. Trying to pin it on something. Yeah, as yeah. opposed to only that which is already equal can express exactly. through it. It can't yeah. be made. It, no. it can't be made to be. That's you know an extreme <laughs> case of the cart in front of the horse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and so, they, we're getting kind of close to okay. open the room, right. but uh, that was wonderful. It oh, was very you. nice to hear your thoughts, your stories. Likewise. I feel like we have another podcast or two in you, so all right, uh, we'll plan another one down the road. Any, you have any final words? You last words? Forever hold your peace before we. Uh, yes, okay. all. All I can say is that. No one is nothing. We and because we are nothing, we don't need knowledge. We don't need knowledge. We don't need faith to have faith in anything. But sure, we can use that as a tool. And and if anyone listen to Paul, please listen really listen and, and listen to how it affects you because that's the thing is like Paul can throw all the sugar to you but sugar is not what is on the table you taste sugar in your mouth mm. sugar is not sweet on the table so just, <laughs> you know so just check it out yeah check it out and if you don't understand him <laughs> You're on the right track. <laughs> you do. The real you really understands. I really, really, else. really. Yes, something else. Though. And and uh, I wish I could sell seats to Paul's <laughs> shows because it, it is it needs it needs to be heard. Yeah. Really needs to be heard. It's, yeah, it's a beautiful I, I thing. I believe the ones that need to hear it are hearing it, you know. And, oh, God, and it's so much freedom. It is. So much freedom because that's that's what we are. We're, it, the word freedom doesn't even. Inherently free, yeah. We're I inherently in, in no requirements necessary. Always available at all times, no requirements necessary. <laughs> available at all times. Yep. Available. If it's available, that goes away with every little glimpse of time. If it's available at all times. Except the ones that you, um, yeah, that you, you put up. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> I want to thank you because like, for, for your re redistributing of attention for, you know, even in the forms of, you know, organics for your plants and your animal friendliness. 
-hmm. as because there's no requirement to no to no make big heads of lettuce and <laughs> no no you uh, can project you our can. cruelty onto a uh, little life form so yeah so I all, I don't know I don't know why I do it. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't have to know anymore. I don't. I don't want to know. Right on. I don't know why I do the podcast. We're in the same right. boat. Exactly <laughs> the same thing. It's your seat assignment. To me, that's just really a perfect. It's your seat assignment. Right. <laughs> well, somebody. Oh, it's their seat assignment. Yeah, where I'm sitting. What? It's where I'm sitting. Yeah, that's it. That's why you're sitting there. <laughs> All right, Judith, we're going right. to go get some tea. All right. See you in about yeah, I'm going to get some tea also. Aloha. Right. Thank you so much. Aloha. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Aloha.